Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I You'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within an extremely specific category that we've made up. For example, this week we're looking for the best game that's based on a book that nobody who played it has read. Uh, Accepting, of course, that that's meant to be hyperbolic. Please don't write in to tell us how much you love the literary works of Andrei Sapkowski, because, listen, we're not impressed that you read the book, right? Unless you read it in the original Polish but not if you're actually Polish, because that would just be patronising. Joining me this week are uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Editor-in-Chief Tom Ari. Hello. Uh, guides writer Kelsey Rayner. Hello. And uh, Associate Editor Alex Donaldson. Hello. Um, how is everyone doing? Um, uh, neither of you two uh, complained about the topic as much as Tom has. In fact, well, you, didn't, you guys didn't complain about it at all, uh, but Tom has been bitterly complaining about uh, both of the topics we're recording today, basically they're for just, the entirety of yesterday. Terrible. They're terrible. I just knew. I just knew what I. <laughs> there were like three or four picks for this topic that jumped out at me straight away. And I always like a topic like that. So yeah, yeah. I've just I've just picked something that I know is going to lose because I couldn't be asked. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> um, all right. Well, can we start with uh, Tom's first then? Just checking. What was this to- topic? What was the podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> I need to make sure I'm not doing the wrong one. This is this it's is the, the book, book one. The book, the book one, one, Tom. The book right, one that you so, hated. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> so books. So I read this. I read this book when I was a young child. Yeah. Um, I don't know how young. Young, youngish. I'm going to say eleven. I don't know. Okay. Ten. I don't know. I was an advanced reader, so um, it's quite a complex book for a child. But I was reading it anyway because I was very smart. <laughs> um, Right. And I'm sure every. I, I'd expect most people are aware that this game is based on this book, but I couldn't find any others that weren't like the obvious choices. So I've just gone with this anyway. But the game itself is like a slight curveball, yeah, because it's also a pretty terrible game for many reasons. So um, the game is Jurassic Park on the Mega CD. <laughs> Yeah, specifically the Mega CD. Yes, it's very different. Mega CD version is not yeah. like the other versions, right? So, and that, if you're not aware, Jim, uh-huh. Jurassic Park is based on the book Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was alive in the nineties, Tom. <laughs> I'm not sure if you knew that, but that is the, the where Jurassic Park came from. I'll be honest, I didn't know that. There we go. So, Kelsey's learned something. I have. So yeah. uh, Jurassic Park is yeah, a very good book. Yeah, but we're like book. 15 years older than Kelsey. That's like <laughs> very, very good, very good book that is somewhat, well, quite, quite different from the film. Um, yeah. In many, many ways. And is it's certainly, like I think, probably a lot better than the film. Certainly the second book is a lot better than the second film, which is awful. Um, but anyway, the game 
Jurassic Park or the Mega CD is kind of like is Mega CD games often had a lot of F and V in them. They were like because they were on a CD, you could put put video on them. Um, so it's kind of like a point and click adventure with some F and V thrown in, which was a big. It was quite a common thing back when that was all that games could do to make themselves look realistic. Was like let's throw F and V in there. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of an odd game because lots of the games based on Jurassic Park were basically action games in some form like you'd shoot some dinosaurs or you'd go around like the the, the snes one was like the that sort of third isometric looking one where you wandered around um the SNES the one mega- had first person bits as well didn't I think it? it did yeah and the mega drive one it was, was bloody awful you played as either the raptor or hammond i think it was it was yeah, terrible yeah. i yeah. remember being given it by someone who worked in a pub um, I was like, just, why are you just... always like given games by people associated with pubs? I just like, spent a lot of time in pubs as a child. I lived, I lived above a pub for a just, while. Just invites more questions. Um, like the more you peel the onion, it just keeps yeah. going. But anyway, the Mega Drive version was shit. The SNES one actually was pretty good, but I only played a kind of version of that. I think the Game Boy version, possibly, which is sort of based on the SNES one. I think years later, when I got a Game Boy, way after the Game Boy was a thing. Um, and that was quite a good game, actually. But anyway, the Mega CD one, which completely different, um, and because I had a Mega CD, because I very bad, a very bad decision to spend all my life savings on a Mega CD. Yeah, bad. That's what happens when you're really into like Sega as a child, and then it goes wrong. Um, yeah. So yeah, I know that feel. So you, I, we, <laughs> me and my brother bought as as much as we could afford, basically, by trading stuff in. Mega, and obviously, Jurassic Park was a big deal. We got this. And it's kind of like you just go around the island um, and you have to find eggs, I think. You have to find eggs for, like, a number of dinosaurs. But the bizarre thing about it really is that it's got this point-and-click stuff and you do, like, the classic use the pliers on the wire or whatever or put the thing in the thing and you wander around. But then there's these bits where you put CDs into these, like, cd player stations which are just randomly located around this island and then some random dude will talk to you about the dinosaur for a bit so it's kind of like a almost a bit in cartery another dated reference there and carter uh i mean cd-rom cd-rom was like the medium for edutainment right that was mm, the big thing back yeah. then so it was wasn't like, um wasn't goldblum in this game i can't remember i'm can't pretty remember. sure he's in it like he's just i think he's in the credits where I, I feel certain the credits are him just sort of talking about, oh, well, well, Megan, you're going to be doing his um, Jeff well Goldblum done. thing that he it does. Well be, yeah, yeah. Well yeah. I'm sure, I'm certain I, I, I've got a, unless it was like a Saturn version or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember thinking this game looked, it was obviously like stills mostly, but I remember thinking it looked great and the way you could walk around the island looked really, really incredible. I yeah. watched a YouTube video of it this morning. No, it does not look great. It looks pixelated as shit. It's terrible. So there we go. That's my choice. So what? What you're saying is that you've submitted a shit game. Well, I think <laughs> it has a, a place in history as a game that's a bit different to all the other games. It's probably more interesting. All these other games are going to be picked. Let's let's be fair. What is it? <laughs> is it is it The Witcher? Is it is it Stalker? Nobody in I just I just I had to check what I was just what I just said. So. It was actually, yeah, it was the PlayStation and Saturn game the right. problem was in. Okay, yeah, because they would have had the budget for it and all be spending money on the Mega <clears throat> CD. Which, as I recall, that game was shockingly shit. So, um, 
I think it's quite interesting, Tom, that you just reeled off like three very prominent Eastern European games based on obscure books, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but nobody's picked any of them. But what? But that's, that's quite an interesting trend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, but actually you're wrong because uh, the next one actually is quite interesting and I had no we'll idea see. that it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey, what is it you've got for us? So, best game based on a book that's nobody read. That no, wait, let me say that again. Best <laughs> game based on a book that nobody has read yeah. has to be The Binding of Isaac, which is based mm. on the Bible. So, mm. the, the, the biblical story, I'll start with that. The biblical story of The Binding of Isaac is when God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son. He doesn't sacrifice his son in the end. He sacrifices some sort of goat instead. But anyway... Um, so Binding of Isaac kind of loosely takes that and is around a child called Isaac, who funnily enough uses his tears as projectiles, which is great, um, as his mum is sort of asked by God to essentially sacrifice him, which leads to Isaac going into the basement, which is our dungeon, and then we have this dungeon crawler game with roguelike elements that is fantastic. So You know, when you say so, I kind of thought... I thought, is it basically like a really obscure, like uh, Alistair Crowley sort of book? Like, like from I didn't realize it was just like, oh no, literally the Bible. Yeah, so there's there's background to it. In the creator was born into a Catholic family who were became like born again Christians. Yeah, and there's a lot of conflicts of interest there between him and his family. So that is how the game actually came about. Which is interesting in itself. Just what's the name of this topic, Jim? Just to be clear, what is the top? What's the full name of the top of the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well, hang on. If you're going to go down this path, I'm you, you, you've gone wrong already because the, the topic is best game that is based on a book that nobody has read. But you picked a shit game. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to win. I'm just saying that how many people do we think have read? parts of the bible uh, right also also what not i would many, say as well is that J- jurassic park the fucking mega cd game is based on the film jurassic park yeah. which is based <laughs> on the book yeah but look jurassic park popular book right but i bet a lot far fewer people have read that than they have the bible right, right, right. no but well, listen to this how many people do you know that have sat there and read the bible back to front as they would a novel how many people do you know that don't just pluck passages from the Bible here know. and there? What people doing their own homes is their business. I mean, uh, I don't absolutely. get involved. <laughs> absolutely nobody. And I, exactly. I, like, and I know, I know one vicar. Well, it says he's a vicar. And there's probably plenty of people telly. who have played Binding of Isaac that have definitely not touched the Bible. That's that's almost certainly true. But the, yeah, the, well, exactly. The, so that's there we not go. the name of this topic, is it? It's not. Yeah, but the topic's meant to be slightly vague, Tom, and then you have an argument about it. That's I know. That's what I'm <laughs> arguing about it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> The game, but, um, is it or is it not based on a book? It is. It is, Apparently, yeah. apparently I mean, we're going on what you're saying, Kelsey. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't looked into this myself. How does the Bible manifest in the game? The main things that I've noticed is obviously he goes through and he goes through and fights these different bosses and obviously he's upset by the whole situation, which is why his tears are the projectiles. So it's kind of equal parts, like, weirdly charming, but also, like, this is so sad. Um, I'm pretty sure there is a bit towards the end where his mum becomes more involved and obviously the mum is meant to kind of be symbolic of Abraham. I think that's as far as it goes. I think there's more in the prequel game. Not heavily based on the Bible then from the sound of things. Loosely based counts. Loosely, Loosely. yeah, but but the story of Isaac is the the biblical story. Just... Hmm. 
Jeez. I've never, I've never played it. I, I can't comment. My only, no, my only knowledge of the Bible is that I was given one as a child. Yeah, <laughs> one from, that's from, it. People just from, distributing from an, stuff from, just from an uncle, from an uncle. But I guess he just slapped twenty quid on the front of it, taped it on, and that's that's what I, I remember I honestly, about the Bible is that I got twenty quid and a Bible. Nice. I honestly thought you were going to say that you were given a Bible by a man in a pub then. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that time. Bring it His uncle was circle. in the pub at the time. He did used to clean pubs. Well, you know, that, that counts. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, the Binding of Isaac, loosely based on the Bible. We've got Jurassic Park, which is... Uh, Very much heavily based on the, the, the Jurassic book. Park, the game, which is loosely based on the film that's loosely based on the novel that, that, says you, that yes. millions of people read. Alex, uh, what have you got for us? Because uh, I had no, once again, I had no idea this was based on a book either. So I decided to, you know, as Tom said, there's so many obvious options. Um, and so I was like, well, screw that. Let's try and uh, find something that is that most people don't even realize, like you say, it's based on a book. And there was one game that came to my mind immediately. And of course it did, because it's me. Um, and it is a 90s square classic, um, Parasite Eve. So this is a horror game, um, action RPG horror game, which we'll, we'll come to that bit. But yeah, so, so this, this, this game, this series, uh, I'm picking the first game in the series because uh, it's the best one. But um, this series, there's three of them so far. And rumor has it there is going to be a new one recently that's been sort of muted a little bit but it's based on a 1995 japanese like sci-fi horror novel um by an author called hideaki senna um and Mm -hmm. it has been released in the west it has been translated and released um you know it's part of that lineup of fairly iconic um japanese books that got translated over um probably in part due to the success of the games a bit like how battle royale got translated because of the film but despite that a lot of people are still blissfully unaware that this is a book most people haven't read it um the game and the book it is yeah it's more that the game takes the core concepts of the book so it's not adapting the direct story of the book but sort of the um the nature of the horror elements and it being all about like dna and all that sort of cre- creepy freaky stuff is all okay. from the book the game's a little lighter than the book i would say the book um is heavier on the science it's heavier on like um lots of like weird childbirth stuff and things like that. They don't have all that in the game, but it's a really good horror novel. And yeah. And so uh, I don't quite, the, the story of how this was, was made. Um, I f- I'm pretty sure that either or one of the two, Hironobu Sakaguchi or uh, Takashi Tokuta, uh, who are both important Final Fantasy figures, read the book at some stage. And they'd always had, um, had designs on setting a game in New York, which the novel is not. The novel's set in Japan. Um, and so they sort of meshed those two ideas and you end up with this really interesting, unique game. But the thing I find fascinating about it, as well as it being based on this on this novel, um, and actually, initially, I should say, originally in development, this was going to be a sequel to the novel and then it changed into its own version adaptation of that story but um the thing i find really interesting is this is square at like it's most interesting and this is where i think this game slots nicely into the best 
element of this podcast where this was when Square was just like, we're going to, off the back of the huge success of Final Fantasy VII, we're going to try making everything. So they were like, we're going to make a fighting game. And they partnered with Namco and made Air G's, which was like their Tekken-style thing that had also had some Final Fantasy characters in it. And this was totally them looking at the success of Resident Evil and going, let's make a horror game. Except the one little tweak and twist on that, with all, well, not with all, but with most of these games that Square made back at, back then, is they still wanted to be seen as a, as a role-playing game developer. So whatever game they made, when they made Racing Lagoon, a racing game, it was a racing RPG. And when they made this it's a horror action RPG. So it's sort of got all those RPG hooks, but it's got the Resi style scares and all that sort of stuff. It straight up has a version of it's, although it's real time combat, it's pausable and it's basically a twisted version of the active time battle system from final fantasy for uh, five, six, seven. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really good, really interesting, really cool game. It was square first ever game that was rated m for mature they never made violent bloody gross games until this and they don't haven't made that many since really is it um, so it's not their only m-rated game but it's it's not and i, I, okay. I i'm pretty convinced that final fantasy 16 when it comes out next year will be an m for instance because i think they want to go after that witcher audience but this was the first you know at this point square had existed for 25 years or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah and maybe not quite that long, maybe more like 15, but at this point, Square had existed for over a decade and they'd never released an M-rated game. This was the first one. Um, and lots of other interesting little things about it. It was because that it was set in New York, they uh, actually set up a satellite studio in America. And so a lot of, about half the development staff were actually in America. So they could have a bit of authenticity to um, hmm. to to the americanisms and westernisms in the game um and yeah and then you know it was successful and they did a sequel which was okay um, <laughs> music by yoko shimamura who is brilliant and then they did a third game which is fucking terrible and everyone likes to, a psp game and everyone likes to pretend it doesn't exist but yeah it's it's based on a novel of the same name um there we go and the book author was a little bit he he was like vaguely involved but the interesting thing is it was more between square and the publisher so he yeah. didn't find out the story of the game literally until in full until did, literally he did sat the author hate it, it. um did, i think he i think he i think he enjoyed it to be honest i've never seen okay. i've never seen comment that he despised it or anything like that okay um I've, I've never seen i've seen some interviews with him and stuff like that and he's only ever spoken like in a um in a positive way about it but yeah, it's um, it's it's an interesting game. It's an interesting horror story. Like anyone who's a horror aficionado, I highly recommend the original book. Um, but the game's also pretty interesting too, and it's sort of the original book that. is expensive. Yes, have you yeah. read it, Kelsey? Yeah. No, I want to, but expensive. Yeah, and I'm one of those people where I'm like adamant that I want a physical copy to read something. Are we talking like so, hundreds? Hundred and sixty. Jeez, it's the first one that's come up. And that's not even a first edition. Wow. So We've got three really good contenders there because, uh, and I'll tell you what, once again, um, none of the obvious choices have been picked. I mean, even Tom's choice wasn't that obvious. It's just, I mean, the, I mean, it's a very obvious book, but I mean, the game maybe isn't. Yeah. I mean, I quite, if like, I quite like Alex's story there. 
It's quite a good little story. He always knows what he's talking about. Whereas I come on here having Googled something <laughs> for five minutes and he actually knows. Yeah, because you, you pad it out with a story about guys giving you fucking DVDs in pubs or whatever. Um, all right, well, I've got to pick something now. So uh, it's time to have that argument. God, once again, right? First of all, I, I, I would say the last, Kelsey, the last time you were on, you picked uh, The Sims for uh, a God game topic. Yeah. Which I thought was genius and left field and thinking out the box. This is also the same. Tom, uh, you said, I mean, at one point in, in your kind of pitch for it, you pivoted to, yeah, but I did look it up and it looks shit now. Yeah, so, I mean, um, that is true. But then Parasite Eve, I mean, is that good still now? Is it really? I think it's all right, and I think is it's it interesting really, because, but because this this is what I was getting at when I talked about it, right? It's it's yeah. still really interesting this mix of role playing and horror, and it was this really creative. But like you look at Square's got a lot of games out right now, but it yeah. is like here's a strategy RPG and a traditional turn based RPG and an action RPG and a modern RPG and something that's trying to be Assassin's Creed, and it's all that stuff's fine. But it's really, it was that really interesting time for them where they kept making games that were like, right, let's take this successful thing, in this case Resident Evil, and let's try and do do it, but do it in a very square way. And yeah. I, I still rate Parasite Eve, and there's still a copy behind me somewhere. I just want to throw this out there as, <laughs> right. a, as a thing, right? I've got COVID at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Does that count for anything? No. Jurassic Park, uh, the mega CD game, the, the difference between Alex's Parasite Eve pitch and your Jurassic Park pitch is that Alex didn't sort of lose confidence in his own pitch halfway <laughs> well, through. I never, had, I never had confidence in it, so I was always... Yeah, but you were talking a good a game at first, and then you were like, yeah, but then I Googled it, and it's I a bit reckon rubbish. if you were a kid... It has, fond, it, has, it has fond... I've got fond memories of it, even though I acknowledge I think, that it yeah. is not good. My main issue with this remains that it's actually not really... I mean, it is, technically speaking, based on a book. But you it's have to take sort a few of... Leaps it's based to get on a there. film, which is based on a book. It's like me picking Goldeneye or From Russia With Love, both of which are great games. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like saying, because, because the first Mass Effect prequel novel technically came out before the games, even though it was written after the games... Good books, by the way. I have to say, see, if you had picked... not the same. Jurassic Park is definitely based on a book. If you had picked 007 Nightfire for this topic, I would have laughed for 20 (laughs) minutes and given you the win. I reckon Jurassic Park, the game, Mega City game, is more closely based on the book than any of the other choices here. Even though it is not very closely based on the book. I would definitely disagree I would argue against that for Parasite Eve, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different character. This is what I'm leaning toward, right? And they're they're all really good choices, and the only sort of real differentiator between them is how close they are to the source material. Based entirely on your pictures, because I've got to be honest, I haven't played any of these games, and I only know about them just sort of via osmosis. But I would say, uh, assuming Alex hasn't lied... (laughs) that is true Parasite Eve uh, sounds like it's the one that's most inspired by the source material like you said the word the word changes and everything but they took the the, the core concepts and and it is still absolutely about uh, yeah 
you know, pregnancy and 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 like imagine what if you're carrying a demon. Oh, you and know what Jurassic Park's sort of about. Stuff. You know what Jurassic Park's about, Jim. Dinosaurs. The one that's not about a Jurassic a Park for dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. That is exactly what the game is about. It does and have the movie and the it, book. It is the only one about like it is the only one this week that isn't like something about horrific to do with childbirth as well. So that's mm-hmm. it's got that going for it. It's weird how two of those came up in the same week. <laughs> But like, uh, all right, I'm going to have to pick something now. Um, I'm going to give it to Alex just purely because, purely because uh, it, it sounds like, it sounds like the other two feel like they are more steps removed from the source material. That's all. Because like, you know, Jurassic Park goes via uh, uh, a film adaptation of the book. And it's a mega CD game as well. So it's inherently terrible, obviously. And uh, Binding, Binding of Isaac um, obviously takes inspiration from the Bible and certain characters have um, uh, parallels with the Bible. But I feel like it's it's way looser than Parasite Eve, what it sounds like is uh, more of a direct adaptation of at least the core themes. So I'm going to give it to Paras- Parasite Eve. Just, <laughs> I think I that's well like, deserved. I, feel I, like it... I don't agree that it is. <laughs> Just, if you're listening to this and you think that Jurassic Park, the the game about a park full of dinosaurs. Jurassic Park, which is which exact, you yourself exactly, said was bad. Exactly the concept of the book, a park about dinosaurs. <laughs> right? How is that a mass departure from what the book is? It's not because the game because the game's an adaptation of the the film with so? Jeff Goldblum. He's not, Jeff he's Goldblum's not in, not in the book. He's not in the game, I don't think. <laughs> He's in one of the games. We had this argument earlier. This is just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Thank you.